Welcome to the Gerg Show for Tuesday night, September 17th, 2019. Alright, I think we're about ready to start our feature tonight. Tonight we've got something really, really cool and special. Uh, it's going to be fun. I'm, going, I'm, I'm actually really very excited. This is really very different because she does a lot of movie scores and things for television and instrumentals, a bunch of surf stuff, and I'm really excited to bring Catherine into the show here tonight. Really, it's going to be a lot of fun. Hello. Hello. We're live on The Gerg Show. All right, I'm great. How are you? I'm doing really weather well. Thanks. Now that we finally get you on air, man, I was about to, I was about <laughs> to panic and just start playing music. You know. No, that's okay. I was. Uh, today has been technology fail day because my computer actually died. Nice. And then, yeah, right in the middle. I'm actually right in the middle of doing um, a score for a movie trailer, <sighs> and so. That's not good. And then, no. of course, when you were calling me on my phone, I don't understand why you couldn't hear anything. So, all right. So, welcome. Um, what I'd like to do to yeah. introduce uh, you to our listening audience by reading a bit from your bio, and then we'll get into playing all these really cool tracks you sent over for tonight's show. Sound cool? Sounds great. All righty. Ladies and gentlemen, Catherine Capozzi, she is a guitarist, a composer, and a producer. Trainwrecked Society said, Catherine can strum the electric musical sword better than damn near anyone I've ever heard. Well, that's, that's a nice little bit of kudos there. Yeah. <laughs> Catherine is an award-winning film composer, guitarist, and producer. Her genre-bending musical style provides a base for composing innovative scores for films, including Clickbait, which was just released this year, right? That's right, yeah. Right, right, right. Yeah. Uh, what Metal Girls Are Into in 2018, Blood of the, tri uh, what is it, Tribade? Tri no, um, <clears throat> it's actually Blood of the Tribids. So. Blood of the Tribids in yes. 2016, Magnet in 2015, and Tan in 2014. Mm -hmm. Her compositions have received best scores, awards at film festivals, including Genre Blast, Women in Horror, and Sanford International Film Festival. After being selected by Queen's Brian May to win his famed Red Special Guitar, Catherine founded the band Axe Monkey to highlight her original guitar-based compositions. Axe Monkey's Acid to Django has been featured multiple times on History Channel's hit program American Pickers and other television shows. Catherine tours frequently throughout Europe and has been an invited guest artist for collaborations on the uh, Côte d'Ivoire. Yeah, oui, Côte d'Ivoire. Côte d'Ivoire. Yeah, French. Uh, one of the uh, tougher lines. You know, you'd think it'd be easy because it's all sexy sounding and stuff. I, yeah, no, it's, it's not <laughs> easy. Yeah. And that was out in West Africa. And now Catherine is also the creator of Bring Us Your Women, an international collaborative multimedia spectacle honoring diverse female icons with stories reimagined through film, music, dance, and poetry. The unique retellings of these stories aim to inform, empower, and inspire. 
Uh, Catherine is included in the book She Bomb, The Definitive History of Women in Rock, Pop, and Soul by British rock writer Lucy O'Brien and was the inspiration for a character, Dr. Capozzi, in Mad Genetic Scientist with a Heart of Gold in Marvel Comics Star Trek Starfleet Academy. Mm-hmm. You're like at a million bands, you get all kinds of <laughs> awards. It's, yeah. uh, Mm, how is it that your head hasn't spun off over the years with all these projects? <laughs> uh, I mean, I think when you're uh, an independent artist, you have to diversify. Yeah. And, you know, you keep things, I guess, interesting. All the things I've done, I mean, they're, you know, first of all, being able to tour in Europe and um, doing all original music and being able to kind of go around the planet with doing music has always been a goal. But now... You know, I'm getting to do the film scoring stuff, which is was another thing that was on my to-do list before, um, you know, I end my trip on this planet. Right, <laughs> so, right. So I feel fortunate because I'm getting to do things, you know, in my own, my own way. There are things that I want to do. So I say yes to as many things as I can, especially things that interest me, uh-huh. and learn learning how to say no to things right. that are not interesting. So. Well, you know, those are two big lessons, right? Because there's a lot of times, you know, our inner voice or other influences tell us no when we should be saying yes and tell us yes when we should be saying no. Yeah, true. <laughs> right? That, that. Well, yeah. that's so cool, though, but you've really spread the wealth out here. What I've got, uh, you've, you've sent a whole bunch of tracks, which I absolutely adore that you did what i've got first though is this um uh, acid to django which we mentioned in your bio here yeah uh now first things first how did you get what was this contest for the red special guitar with brian may oh well actually it was uh a while ago and it was uh, tower records on newbury street in boston was having a guitar contest where right. you had to come in and play a two-minute solo and then Brian was going to, uh, you know, pick the winner. Right. So I waited until I, I didn't want to do it, but my <laughs> friends were like, no, you should do it. You should do it. And I was like, so I had practiced this big solo with like effects and like, you know, I was like, all right, I, I got this plan and I signed up for the last possible slot. Right. So when I got there, it was like a Friday afternoon, the la- you know, next to the last slot. Right. And I heard this one guitar player as I'm coming up the escalator, you know, the second floor. And I hear this one guy shredding. And I was like, oh, I'm, this is going to be, I'm not going to do this. And then the next player that came up was awful. And I was right. like, I don't want to do this. And then <laughs> I was standing there and the guy who was, you know, you know, checking people in, he's like, you're, you signed up, right? And I was like, yeah. And he goes, okay, well, you're up next. And so when I sat down, <laughs> I realized that I couldn't do what I practiced because I had to use their guitar, their amp, no pedals, nothing. Right. And so they were giving everybody like a 10 minute warm up, and I had no warm up. I just started, I was like, oh man, what am I going to do? So I just started playing. Right. And they're like, you're ready. And I'm like, I don't even know what I'm doing. So I played, I have no idea what I played. <laughs> and, uh, and I was so nervous after I stopped because I, there were, a, a crowd started gathering right and I, I was so like flustered and then I just was like all right great thank you and I gave you know back the guitar and I was so like oh man I don't know what I just did and I was so nervous I actually went into the 
no offense to people who like folk music, but I went into the folk guitars, the folk section. Right. Normally, not at all my scene. So <laughs> as I went in there, um, one of the guys who worked there who wound up being my drummer, Jeff right. Chase, oh, cool. uh, he followed me in and he was like, that was, that was like one of the best things I've heard all week. I've been here all week. And I was like, okay, thanks. Thanks a lot. Because you want to jam sometime? Yeah, sure. You know? And uh, so I pretty much, you know, put a pin on it. I was like, all right, whatever. I did it. And then a week later, I got a call from the guy who was organizing the contest. And he was like, he called saying, so um, this is, you know, Dave from Tower Records. He's like, I just got a question. What do you think of Queen? And I'm like, you know, they're good. <laughs> he's like, and he's like, what do you think of, uh, he goes, well, what do you think of Brian May? He's like, I was like, yeah, I mean, Brian's amazing. And then he goes, well, good. I hope so, because he just picked you to get his guitar. And I was like, well, of course he's amazing. <laughs> you know? And I was like, oh, man. So that was that. Was that. And, uh, <laughs> well, that's so cool. So as it says here, you shortly thereafter founded Axe Monkey and yeah. had the song Acid to Django. So it featured multiple times uh, on the history channel american pickers and yep. other television shows so this is like uh, one of those instrumental kind of things that you know people can find themselves uh, creating and producing for movies tv and film right yeah pretty much and you know the, yeah go ahead this song in particular was kind of inspired because around that time my original band had morphed into a band that was doing the music of Edith Piaf because right. our singer, Christine Zufri, was from Switzerland. Okay. And French was her first language. And so we were touring a lot uh, doing that. And so I was so, like, overdoing that. I was like, I, I got to do my own thing. So partially this song came out of my boredom of doing, believe it or not, Edith Piaf songs, but also <laughs> the, the need to want to get back. So I love Django Reinhardt. And I was like, all right, here we go. We got Django and Edith PF has inspired this song. Cool. So, well, yeah. there you go. And then it ended up getting picked up on cable yeah. TV and the rest yeah. is history. And, you know, people know this that have no idea who wrote it, right? That's the weird part about it. It's right. like, you know, you want to make a living? Sure. Well, you can do this in music. <laughs> you know, you don't, if you're not looking to get recognized when you go shopping at Walmart or some, you right. know, at the grocery store, uh, yep. you want to have a normal life. This is kind of the thing that you do. Cool. Yeah. And this protector track, this is yep. uh, another instrumental thing right off of uh, the Vortex uh, CD. Right. And Vor and actually, Protector was also off the Brigisha Women uh, compilation because the idea, there was a story behind it, which is kind of like the idea of Protector. It's like you may not think that you're strong and you may be vulnerable, but then when st stuff starts getting hit at you, you figure out that you're the one that's the strong one that can rise up and protect yourself. Right. So there's an awesome video uh, film that goes along with this song done by uh Dan St. Germain, who mm -hmm. the whole thing is like science fiction animated. It's awesome. So it kind of like tells this whole story of a, like a, a apocalyptic world where this robot who happens to have a female, um, I guess, personification kind of like drives up out of the, you know, the ashes and kind of like 
starts the world over again. So wow, wow. Okay, cool. Well, I'm gonna play these uh, these first two tracks. Okay. Okay. Great. Um, all right, ladies and gentlemen, we are featuring Catherine Capozzi, guitarist, musician, composer, producer extraordinaire. Here, we're gonna play Acid to Django, as you've heard, and Protector. These are instrumentals, but you know, bear with us, man. Get into them. Open your mind. Here we are, right here on The Gerg Show, and you're listening to IndieScenerradio.com. All indie, all the time. Thank you. 
Protector, preceded by Acid Django, by our featured artist tonight, Catherine Capozzi. Oh my goodness, Catherine, you know, that song, that, that, that piece right there, Protector, right? It's a mm-hmm. kind of slow burn, and then next thing you know, you take it off on this wild jet with you on the axe. <laughs> it's unbelievable. That's pretty cool. Thank how, you. How you been hiding out all this? Oh, that's right. You're doing film and me. Yeah, I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing a lot of things. I travel, and you know, I I for a long time I was splitting my time between here and and um, France. So, uh, you know, I played a lot in in Europe and for all over France. Toured all over France, Switzerland. You know, so. That's so cool. That is so cool. I mean, you know, a lot of people don't necessarily think of France as a place for, you know, like modern music, rock and all of that. And and I think because in France they have like they they do a lot of rock, but it's all in French. Right. There are not a lot of French bands that are making music with English lyrics. Right. I mean, I think that trend has shifted. So and for me, since I am an instrumental band, I can do, it doesn't matter. You don't right. have to understand my language. Right. Well, they understand <laughs> so, the language of music, which exactly. is, understand that there is no, there are no borders with music, right? Everybody can just sit and listen. Your ears are your interpreters. And that's, uh, you yep. know, and, and the vibration on your body when your hair stands up and you hit a certain thing that kind of hits you the right way. It's like, I like this. Yeah. Yeah. So is- I could tell i could hear the uh middle eastern influences in some of your playing on protector was that yeah i mean that was intentional right it wasn't just didn't something yeah, just come it, out right no i mean i think <clears throat> my ear likes that style those kinds of uh harmonies and in you know that kind of music right i listen to a lot of different kind of music i'm really uh, my band has two drummers i have like in my band right now we have um, Yuri Zabitnov is playing acoustic drums and Yuri's an amazing drummer and Tamara Gooding mm-hmm. is playing electronic drums and Jason Adams is my bass player. Right. So there's, um, I like, you know, the multi-rhythms and for me, I like, um, I just am attracted to those sounds, you know, with like from Middle Eastern, if you want to call them Middle Eastern melodies or well, you know, I mean, there is a, I mean, they they actually have their own scale too, right? Yeah, they do. They you do. know, I'm, I like it because of belly dance myself, you know, yeah. being yeah. a drummer, I love, um, I love listening to those guys play and they're all really great because I've been down to uh, Brazil and seen contests and all of that and these players are awesome and they just sit there like, you know, regular Sunday afternoon hanging out playing music yet there's this big audience and these people dancing and going crazy and they're just over there. And I'm just into that syncopated type yeah. uh, writing, I guess. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm into that myself. I like it. So... You ended up doing this really cool thing. Uh, Bring Us Your Women, which is a multimedia film and music anthology type project. Mm -hmm. Um, The tracks that I've got here that I wanted to play were The Big Bang, A Fomenko, and uh, what else do I have here? Ah, yeah, Blasphemous. So now this whole thing with uh, Bring Us Your Women, you know, it's funny. I was listening to that, and I'm looking at my calendar, and the entire month of September, I have been um, featuring just women. Oh, really? Good I, for you. I couldn't. I, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I try to mix it up. That's I try awesome. to. 
I didn't even realize it, right? And I'm just looking, I'm like, oh. Good for you oh. for not realizing it. Yeah. That's awesome, right? Yeah. That's how it should be. I like the movie. You like the artist. doesn't matter, right? That's exactly it. Uh, you know, plus sometimes some of the guys are a little harder to get in touch with. I don't know. I don't um, know. It just happened to be that way. But, hey. There we go. So as far as I'm concerned, <laughs> That's cool. yeah. Um, yeah, September is Women's Month here on Indie Scene Radio. Cool. Uh, yeah, it's so cool. So now you had this Bring Us Your Women. Tell mm -hmm. us uh, about it. I saw, I remember when you were doing that. It was over at, uh, you had a big uh, show at the Oberon in, in Cambridge over there by Harvard, right? Yeah. Uh, um, yeah. And I saw a photo and, and you had a big spread of musicians there with you tell us about that well um yeah that the oberon show happened in 2015 so in 2019 yeah i i moved it to the somerville theater i actually received two grants um one from the iguana the uh, passing iguana fund grant, right oh cool and somerville arts council also so i was able to um so each time i've done the, the performance first of all it, it kicks my butt because it's it's a lot it's every art <laughs> art um uh style you can imagine right. that i'm putting into this and so it's a lot of work plus the idea is that um yes we're connecting around these iconic female figures and we're reimagining these stories but we're also on a, on a different level on an independent level connecting with people across the globe because at this particular show the last one we did yeah i had um yeah christina go who's another artist that i collaborate with she came in from tour france i know christina very cool good and then we had christine zufri coming in from also france nice. and then here locally we connected with people that I normally would never have met, which would be like the Benkety Drum and Dance Troupe. We, they collaborated on um, a piece called Origi Origin, which was like the beginning of humanity, which was in this Bring Us Your Women. Right. And, um, and then we also had De Cheng and Ying, his wife, who came in, and they uh, played on one of Christina's songs uh, that we did for the, the Silk uh, Goddess. Mm -hmm. You know, so 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 these are, and then we had Musta Traor came in, and he was he's also a, um, a djembe player from Mali. So we had like real, you know, we had people that normally would not meet right. coming together to do this show and, and create that, an orchestra, right? Yeah, and yeah, right, and it's also creating the experience. It's like some, you know, one of the the heads uh, people in the Benkety dance troupe doesn't speak English or French, right? So he speaks his, you know. The language that was i guess traditional in mali so mm -hmm. um but it was cool to be able to say okay you're you've agreed to come and do these things because of the bigger project that we're doing right and so here it is we i took you know people from the you know the boston rock scene the uh um uh you know people from the burlesque dance troupe scene i right. had poets so and not to mention a film you know of course the films because there was like a film going on behind all the action so it was like you know it was a lot coordinated and i had some amazing people like yeah. you know everybody that was participating like russ gershon was like directing the orchestra i had um michael j epstein and sophia Cassiola come in who are also you know they they produced the uh the bring usher women film anthology mm -hmm. um so you know it was just uh, you know a whole slew of people that came together 
to make this thing happen. That's so cool. How, how you know, it's and it's always nice. Okay, so it's it's always fun, and then it's an event when it happens, and you pull a one-off, right? And you're like, right. okay, yeah, we did it. But you do this every year, right? Uh, every, well, this was like what, four, I guess it was three, three years, four years in between. So right. this was the third time I've done it. And, um, yeah, each time it's the, you know, I have to think about, well, you know, it's a really a show that should have a huge financial backer right. that we've done on a shoestring budget. Right. So I think, you know, if I were to do it again, I have to think about, you know, how to do it in a, in a way that, um, you know, is the next level, you know, each time we've done it, it's like level, level up, level up, level up, you know? Yeah. Well, there you go. And so I think also every time you do it, you end up, you know, um, guess codifying validity for the effort, right. For the project, which I think will allow you to perhaps maybe find those people that are interested in backing you so that you can take it to the next level the next time you did it. Yeah, exactly. And I think that's the thing is too, it's like people that even though they were participating, they didn't quite get what it was after they were, (laughs) they were like, Oh, I get it now. So there's the whole thing, like the message. It's just like, because it's, you know, I'm, I'm, look, I'm a musician. I'm the person who's like, this is my idea. Maybe I don't explain things the way, the best way possible, but right. I think when people were in it and they saw it, they're like, "Oh my God, this is, you know." I'm glad were, I'm here. <laughs> I'm glad I'm here, and you know, of course, we had a lot of, you know, nice things were said. So uh, it's cool. It's all. Well, cool. that's always nice, you know. Yeah. It's kind of a thorn in the side when you have this big thing and somebody gets up and starts being negative, right? That's. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah and that's you, the thing. Yeah, we don't want that. That's, that's why we I, bring tomatoes to shows. You know, <laughs> yeah, we'll yeah. hit the negativity out of the room. All right, I'm kidding. right. Alrighty, so but that's so cool that you're doing that. Uh, you know, there's. Uh, um, there has always been this huge disparity in uh, mainstream music, you know, for women and men, and um, we, you know, I'm preaching to the choir here, right? But um, things are starting to change, especially in the independent market with, you know, artists and um, project uh, conceptors like yourself, you know, come up and want to have uh, an engaging uh, experience uh, via women in art. And, and this was like not just music this was poetry and stuff too right yeah it was po- like we had uh jade sylvan was like somebody who participated who gave their uh little not little they gave different poems for different subject matters that that they wanted to deal with and tony b who is a poet from cambridge mm-hmm. who i met at one of the um uh unearthed open mic things that we we've uh, that fomenko did me and rafi sofer and um Dorchester. Uh-huh. So uh, it was cool that, you know, I think the big thing here is, right, is connecting with people that are not like you because if you're all working towards something, and this is, you know, once again, it, it crosses gender, it crosses everything. It doesn't matter, right? right. If you like the idea, you're going to come, you're going to work with me because it doesn't matter that I'm an, you know, I'm an American, I'm here, you're coming from another country, you're coming from another culture. But hey, this is a cool project, you know? Yeah. As you say, it crosses what I think of as the three G's, right? Gender, Mm -hmm. genre, and generation, right? Because you had young people along with really very experienced players in this project, right? Yeah, and across all all styles, too. 
Yeah. So really? We'll cover you the know? genres, so, right? Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, genres. Yeah. <laughs> <That's> correct. <laughs> the three G's. You can the call three G's. That. Yeah, yeah. All right. That's a good one. <laughs> okay. So uh, the Big Bang. Uh, what do we got here? Sunstroke, which was your uh, your flamenco. Yeah. It's like a flamenco guitar. Uh, playing, even though, you know, you're not really an acoustic folk kind of person, but, you know, yep. you stretched it for this one, right? And then yeah. Blasphemous. Yeah. So I know that there's some lyrics in Blasphemous, am I right? No, none of so. Um, These are still all instrumentals. Yeah, and uh, Molly Sastry, who's amazing, uh, is the vo does vocalizations on the Big Bang. Ah, that's what it was. Okay, okay, but, then. Everything else, no, no, it's all instrumental. Once again, the guitar is the voice. Right. So that's who you're listening to. You're listening to the singer who's the guitar player. Well, you heard it, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, my intro says the guitar sings. And if you yep. can't listen to it, <laughs> mm, listen harder. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly. All righty. We're going to play three more songs from the creator, our featured artist, Catherine Capozzi. Uh, we talked all about the uh, Bring Us Your Women. A fomenko, which is was kind of uh, as you say, was done on nylon string with Rafi Sofer. Yeah, because we're both guitar players who are making we make a lot of noise when we play, and right. we're like, all right, let's take our we have our rock aesthetic, we're applying it to nylon string. So there's no this is like high energy. This was our you know the other thing Rafi and I have applied to go to the uh, Zihuatanejo Guitar Festival. Uh huh. We're waiting to find out if we get in because that's like all master guitar players. Wow! Cool. I've played it several times and it's awesome. So. That that would be cool. And and of course the, now the blasphemous. We're kind of skipping ahead here in yeah. the arrangement because I wanted to I wanted to do something about all these quick little like ten titles headbangers and these pieces that you did for television. I want to kind of yeah. group them all together and we can kind of talk about them and play them all at once. Sure. Uh, well one after another anyway and so but blasphemous was uh, uh from what metal girls are into no blasphemous is actually from sidewalk mary that's it the, is sidewalk yeah, mary Mary. so that's the first cd that i did oh. so because the blasphemous is just about being irreverent <laughs> <It's>, yeah, okay. <laughs> well here we go ladies and gentlemen we're gonna go into the big bang we're gonna get sunstroke and then we're gonna be blasphemous right here with Catherine Capozzi on The Gerg Show. And you're listening to IndieZineRadio.com. All indie, all the time.
was a big sound called Blasphemous, preceded by Sunstroke and the Big Bang by our featured artist tonight, Catherine Capozzi. <laughs> Holy crap. That that one, that one. I can, That's a ride. <laughs> I, I can understand why you like that one. That's, yep. uh, you know, if I could use the term relatively, yeah, it's ballsy. It's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sure. I oh. love it. I love it. It's actually really very, very cool. That's uh, I could, I you know, I could feel that it, uh, you know, the transition it was kind of taking you through again, hmm. uh, kind of like you know a little bit, kind of walking you into it, and then you know slapping in your face with the door on the way out, right? That uh, that's pretty much it. Yep. <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> I dig it. I like it. That's so cool. cool. And you're and you're doing the guitar work. You're like oh, yeah. with the blazing fret fingers over there. Yeah, there's a there's only one or two guitar parts. I'm kidding. I I like guitar, so I put a lot of guitar, different sounds. I was using an ebo on that. Yeah. So that's so cool. And and still again, a little bit of the Middle Eastern and some of your phrasing. Yeah. Um is you just can't get away from that, can you? No, and actually, <laughs> I didn't give you the big song that has it because the big song, it, it's like seven minutes long, but it's Harem 66. Oh, you have to send it to me just because I, I want I, it. I'll, I'll send it to you. I'll listen to it book, while yeah. I'm taking a shower and yeah, practicing sure. my shimmies and stuff. <laughs> sure, <right>? sure. <laughs> um, so, yeah. okay, okay, cool. So now um, I've kind of segmented things off here just a little bit because uh, we've got like five or six tracks, uh, which are all like two or less minutes long. They're mm -hmm. from your efforts in uh, film and yeah. television and all of that. And I'd like to kind of get into that, if that's cool. Yeah, this, totally. This, this movie, 10. Yes. Now, was it called the film 10 or was it just called 10? Well, it's called 10, but I, I, they had to make, because there's a lot of things called 10. So I think they had to, for our purposes, you know, launch over productions, Mike and Sophia kind of named, you know, online. It's like 10, the movie, just so you could find it. Right, so, right, right, right. Yeah. 10, the movie, right? But it's 10. The movie is just called 10. <laughs> right. Well, that's okay. And so what was the movie about? You know, so we get a, a little bit of an idea where you were coming from musically. Ooh, okay. So where I was coming from musically, oh, gosh. Well, you'd have to watch the movie, but it's like, imagine like, did I just ask you a tough question? No, you didn't. It's just, <laughs> well, I mean, you got to watch the movie. It's actually on Amazon. You can go to Launchover uh, Productions' website to see where you can see it. Is it, but, a, um, is it available on Netflix, yeah, too? Yeah, uh, no, not Netflix. Not <sighs> Netflix. That's but, all right. Um, That's all right. I'll, I'll but anyway, you can go. Yeah. It was on Amazon. I believe it still is. But um, but you can. So it's like imagine it's almost like a ten little Indians thing where you get started uh -huh. out with a bunch of people and then one one you know right, there's right, ten right. women on Spectre Island. There's this whole game that goes behind it, and uh, one by one they wind up dead. And so and without giving too much away, the I it's like Survivor of, on steroids, right? kind of. But there's like <laughs> so the beginning because I kind of. I kind of knew what was happening, you know, throughout the movie because yeah. I had script. So the the titles theme um, kind of went off into like a little bit of like that spy kind of like, you know, yeah, that, yeah, that yeah. kind of thing. So that's the beginning. But then each of the characters, because there were ten characters, I made up a um, theme for each one of them. Oh, cool. So, 
So each one of them, there was like the historian, the, you know, the zealot, the, you know, there's uh, the real estate agent, there's a whole bunch of different characters. And so each one of them had a theme right. that, that I, you know, I, I talked to Mike and Sophia to talk about like, what was the, what was the inspiration behind the characters to kind of get a sense of like, what, what were we going for? for the theme for each of those characters so for me it was like it was a great way to kind of start um you know the whole jumping into the movie thing because i had i knew you know asking questions trying to make sure i understood what what needed you know what what they were going for right right and um trying to interpret that and put it back out there and, and you know and so that's actually you know so it's i'm glad you said that because uh it's something that i i thought we could focus just a briefly on in the sense mm-hmm. that you know people making music all right so all right you can kind of say well a five-year-old can do music they make up their own song in their own head and you mm-hmm. go yeah well okay all right so sure we have a natural ability for it but writing for film and or television or something like or a score where they're not looking for a you know a hit song right it'd be nice if whatever you did turned into one but they're looking for mood and and mood that is apropos and congruent to their film and the story behind it and that's not necessarily as easy as some people may think it's not easy (laughs) <laughs> just FYI, <laughs> it's not easy. But, I mean, to me, it's like when you see a movie, if the music sucks, the movie sucks to me, right? And and you have like, yeah, you have brilliant composers. Like one of the things that I'm, I'm currently working on is um, next year I've been slated to score a Western. So I'm working on uh, a, um, a demo. Uh, no, I'm working on the trailer right now. I'm trying to put together like, you know, uh, something for the trailer. Right. And uh, so... You know, and and the the directors they wanted something in this you know in the style of Ennio Morricone. Well, I am not Ennio Morricone. I love Ennio Morricone. <laughs> so I am like I'm reading his book actually right now. Cool. So, um, but um, but this is the kind of thing where you're like you you do you have to kind of um, figure out. You have to talk to the the director, the writer, the producer. You have to kind of get into like you know what what they want and and each person that I have worked with so far has been. Um, very good with like telling me what they think they want. And sometimes what they think they want is slightly different than what they actually want because, right, right. you know, so, um, so it's a, it is, it's a fine line. And also for me, I get to, what I love about doing this kind of work is that I get to be a character because I feel like a musician, you know, I, sure there's the actors, of course, they're telling the story, right. but I'm like, I'm like the, the photo bomber or the, you know, the sound bomber behind everybody. That's like, yeah, I'm I'm like smiling behind the scenes because I'm in each scene, but you never see me. I'm like the sound effects only with melody. Yeah. Right. So I'm that other character. I'm going to tell you, you know, hopefully if I do the right thing, you're going to kind of have a little sense of, you know, a little bit of like, Oh, I should be feeling this, you know? Um, you know, because you know, it's like you see those little examples online where if you have, you know, uh, a, you know, a happy, funky thing going when there's like, you know, a sad death scene going on, 
It's right. like really changes. Well, something funny really. better happen, or the guy yeah. who wrote this didn't quite get the concept of funeral, right? right? Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> or maybe he was just really too into funerals and yeah. it was a happy. Yeah, right. I get it, right? <laughs> right. But that's but it's cool. But that's the thing that's the, the challenge, and it is. It's now it's also kind of like you know I just did another. Um, I did several this year after I did Bring Us Your Women. I had three movies to score. Right. And, uh, you know, one, uh, uh, two were short films and one was a, a feature. No, mm -hmm. actually two were features. One was the short. So the short was half cocked and it's an awesome, like thriller comedy. It's great. Right. Uh, another one was a sympathy card, which I did my Django stuff. So that's, that's out there. And, and I've it, got no easy way and headbangers yeah. queued up here yeah, in between yeah. 10. So yeah. these are movie, uh, efforts that you put together yes. for what we're talking about. All right, yeah, cool. exactly. And and then uh, I also have uh, what metal girls are into theme, yes. and yeah. it's featuring Sophia Cassiola. Yeah. So Sophia Cassiola, who's now in L.A., my friends moved to L.A. They cool. got a got it to Boston, um, and uh, so uh, you know Sophia, I love working with Sophia. Sophia's amazing. She was in, her band was Do Not Forsake Me, Oh My Darling, which used to be around here, mm -hmm. uh, but now her, you know, Mike and. Sophia moved out to LA, so they're doing film stuff, and um, I consider myself like the third wheel <laughs> in their creative relationship because I'm like, yes, I'll do scores, I'll do scores. Sure. Uh, so anyway, I asked Sophia to uh, uh, throw her vocals down on on this track for what metal girls are into. Yeah. And um, so she did. So. That's so cool. Now I also have. Um, Darling Pet Monkey and X-Ray Specs, and yep. the album or where it was coming from was Glows in the Dark. Yes, yeah, that was one of the first ba collaborative bands that I did with Michael and Sophia. So, uh -huh. so it's cool that I do the little movie thing, and then we get some collab music. Yeah. But, but again, these were done for independent films. Yes, independent films. A Laurel Vale's movie was What Metal Girls Are Into. The film is one. Lots of awards, and uh, I won one for best score at the right. Women in Horror Film Fest, and um, and so that is on Amazon. You can actually see that one. Cool. And uh, so, and it's a, it's you know, once again, it's a movie's awesome. So you have to see it. You have to. Do you hear that, that, ladies and gentlemen? This you gotta is a, watch it. This isn't a request. Exactly. You, you need to watch you. it. And ten, you need to see all these movies. Of course. Well, why, why wouldn't we? All right. Exactly. So X-ray specs, I'm sure that's like um, talking about X-ray glasses, right? Or that's right. They... So Darling Pet Monkey did all the songs were all about um, the ads in the back of comic books. So, yes, X-ray specs were was something that used to see advertised in the back of a comic book. So that is the that is the. Um, their premise behind that song. Ah, that's cool. So, again, ladies and gentlemen, this is going to be one, two, three, four, five, six little ditties right in a row. Uh, we've been kind of explaining them. We're going to start it off with 10, which was the title. As you can find it on Amazon, as uh, Catherine said. It's 10-The Movie. To make its a distinction, headbangers, no easy way. Uh, what metal girls are into the theme of that? Uh, Darling Pet Monkey and X-Ray Specs, kind of uh, talking about comics. Now, these were advertisements on comics, or no, no. In the, so you know, in the old comic books, like from the twenties and thirties and whatever, right, you right. know, sixties, in the back they would have all these ads. You could right. actually buy a monkey, a Darling Pet Monkey. Oh, isn't that a right? That's a 
<laughs> right? So that's crazy. So, that is crazy. And they would put it on the back of comics, you know, exactly. like, what 10-year-old? Well, see, so then I don't think, I don't know. Were adults reading comics like they do today back then? I, You know what? I'm not sure. Um, probably, but I think it was more targeted at kids because they had those things like... Um, uh, monster-sized monster where you can get a monster and you know but it was actually a car cardboard cutout but the darling pet monkey thing was weird because um, Michael was slated to do a documentary on uh, you know some of the comics and the things associated with comic books and so right. he talked to this one gentleman down in Maryland that um, actually got the darling pet monkey get out yeah no it was terrible because it was just like why? That's it's animal cruelty. First of all, well, so I mean, this. what did they send them? A gerbil? What? what? No, it was a monkey. Get out! No, I'm saying that, that oh was my god! So then, when he opened this, so he he saved this guy. This it's kind of a funny and sad story. He saved all the money, and I guess he um, he you know he asked his mother if he could get one, and this was like in the '60s, and his mother, you know, no, you're not getting one. But he he was one of these kids that was like you know good, and you know would always be like you know, go to church on Sunday until he saved his money and he bought the monkey anyway. Right. And so when it got delivered, when it came to the house, it was like the night that his mother was playing bridge with all her Oh, friends. goodness gracious. <laughs> so he got the monkey and he, uh, he took it, uh, you know, the thing was like ripping itself out of the box and the thing was like went crazy and ran around. It was like, it was insane. It bit him. I don't know what, I mean, yeah, of course, you know. Seriously, not a. They may as well have just taken him off the ship. Yeah, right. And so it was. So anyway, <sighs> the, so I think what happened was, you know, the monkey escaped, and I think the monkey wound up, you know, sad. The monkey did not make it, so he wanted to have a funeral for his monkey, and um, his father said okay. But the worst part was, like, I think they had a dog, and the dog was like, you know, waiting to get at the monkey, and he couldn't, so. They buried the monkey in the backyard, and the you know he dog waited. Dog dug him up. Dog dug it up. Anyway, folks, don't buy a darling pet folks, monkey. you can't make this stuff up, man. You really can't. It's it unbelievable. Like, seriously, <laughs> seriously. It's anyway. It's crazy. There's a you know there's a there's a whole you know history behind all That's, these. Yeah. All right, so there you go. We have several different frames of mind we're going to take you through right here. Yeah. These are some of the project and scores that uh, our featured artist tonight, Catherine Composi, has been involved in. We're going to play them all for you right in a row right now, right here on The Girk Show. And you're listening to IndieScenedRadio.com. All indie, all the time.
man, I love that. That was X-ray specs taking me back to late seventies rock lobster type styles. That's cool. That's, That's cool. definitely. And then uh, Darling Pet Monkey with a surf groove to it, man. I love that. You know, there's not a whole. I don't know. There. It seems like. Um, that rockabilly surf type hmm, genres kind of has almost like a cult following in the Midwest. Uh, you, you don't see a lot of hmm, people on the East Coast doing that or even on the West Coast, but there are definitely a few bands popping here and around. Um, do you have to know Glenn Evans? He's got this band Ho Daddies that he does surf music. He's out of Boston, drummer. Uh, I don't I don't think I've heard. No, I, wait, wait, maybe I have. Um, there was, what is it, Planetoid? Weren't they doing surf stuff? And there was another... Right, right, right. So there there have been a few, right? The Tsunami so... of Sound. They do. Tsunami oh, yeah, that's right, yeah. too. That's right. Yeah. So. Well, I like it. I, I mean, you're doing this for movies, and it's always cool Yeah. Um, for the movie stuff. But I kind of like it. I mean, I'd go out to a surf gig and go dance and party. I mean, it's, you know, it's like funk. It makes you... Toes yeah. tap. You can't help it. Yeah. That was so cool. I love that, man. And then the What Metals Girls Are Into theme. That yep. is so apropos for a metal kind yeah. of thing. I thought well, you did yeah. really great with that. <laughs> Thank oh, you. So, all right. So now we've got these uh, other songs and mm -hmm. we're winding down the show, but I want to play them all, seeing as sure. you took the time to send them i'm going yep. to play them so now we have the uh, aura which yes. now this was uh what is this a queen poku from yes. the ivory yeah. coast yes yes she was one of the um iconic figures that i think started the uh started the ivory coast it helped start the community around the ivory coast right and right. so uh, Christina Go. It was uh, the song that she actually. It was one of the icon iconic figures mm -hmm. um, that she brought to this version of Bring Us Your Women. Right. So, um, so, and it was cool because we also got to perform that in Abidjan in the Cote d'Ivoire. Right. So that was uh, at the. Um, History Museum there. Uh -huh. so. Very cool. Very, very cool. Yep. And I, I've got, uh, and so bring us, we've got Kali that yes. featuring Christine uh, Zufri. Zufri. Yep. Uh, yeah. And she's on vocals. And so that was part of the Bring Us Your Women, thing, yep. as well as Mary Magdalene. Yes. Uh, and that's featuring uh, Sophia Cassiola. Yep. yep. Uh, okay, cool. So now this was all part of. Well, even um, even Ara was included in the Bring Us Your Women, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. And then we'll come back and we'll play these uh, these last two tracks that you sent in. That was a collaboration with Michael J. Epstein and mm -hmm. Sophia. You know yeah. the uh, the writing team that left you for L.A. <laughs> well, well, now we have a long distance relationship. Yeah. <laughs> and I go out there and I'm like, I'm knocking on the door. I'm like, guys. I get the extra bedroom tonight. So <laughs> That's so funny. All righty. Okay. So now Ara, Kali, and Mary Magdalene, yep. uh, uh, these are all speaking about the, um, you know, the Ivory Coast scene or no. were they just separate, uh, separate. moods and things? Yeah. Right, right, so right. Queen Poku or Ara um, was the queen and founder of the uh, Bowie tribe in West Africa, which is now the Ivory Coast. So right. she she ruled over a branch of the Ashanti Empire as it expanded westward 
So, and uh, the Bali people today are, are seen as one of the largest ethnic groups in modern Ivory Coast. So right. that's that story. And Kali, um, Kali has a different story. Yeah. Uh, so Kali is one of the 10 Mahavidas, a list of which combines Sakta and Buddhist goddesses. She's also seen as a, like a divine protector and one who bestows liberation. Um, so she also is somebody who kind of like burns it down and brings it back up again. So, right, right. Um, so it's a pretty strong song. And then, of course, Mary Magdalene. Yeah, that's the... Uh... The unannounced wife of Jesus, or you know, yeah, that's, that's the conspiracy yeah. theory. Exactly. Anyway. So that's exactly. And so the funny thing. So let me a quick little story behind. Like sure. when we were doing these things, we we, we it was kind of like a little game of telephone where we had the music and be like, all right, here's the idea. Let's have Mary Magdalene. So Sophia, you know, was gonna like research the story. She came up with her story, and then we had a filmmaker, um, Igor Chekhov, who was in um, Ukraine. Mm-hmm. So when so when we were translating the story um it was interesting because he's kind of an amazing photographer and he wanted to do video so giving the story i gave him the lyrics the story behind it sophia talked to him and then when we got the movie it was uh, kind of interesting because i was like oh man are we going to be able to show this at the show <laughs> it was like there was a panel of there was a woman standing in front i think she was supposed to represent mary magdalene and wearing you know just a white dress but behind this woman were three rooms one behind she was in the hallway and behind her were like two people having sex right. which i guess we're supposed to represent i don't know i'm not going to say who it was right. uh, and then one room was you know her empty bedroom and another room was the kitchen where there was like a bunch of people, you know, men and women playing cards and smoking cigarettes and having, uh, uh, you know, fun. Right. They basically, you know, doing what you would just do on a fun night with your friends. Hanging so, out. and I guess it was kind of like the three doors were kind of like representing who, who which one was she? Huh. I think. But when at first I was like, oh man, are we getting in trouble? Because then we didn't expect that to happen. That's so, all right. It's anyway, all right. It was fine. It was cool. Yeah, it was art. It everybody was, art. was cool. It's expressive art. I mean, exactly. you know, you can read into it what you want, but the cool part about that is if somebody went and got in your face, you could say, um, no, that's not what we meant. Yeah, right. exactly. <laughs> yeah. After you think it was, that's up to you. Not yeah, yeah, you. yeah. You, you want to think all nasty? That's on you. Lady. Yeah, that's oh, on you. Lord. On you. Alrighty. So here is uh, Aura, Kali, mm-hmm. and Mary Magdalene. Three more tracks by our featured artist Catherine Capozzi, right here on the Gerg Show, and you're listening to IndieScenerradio.com. All indie, all the time. <laughs> Sourire, mon frère, 
and I love that track. Mary Magdalene, preceded by Kali, and preceded by Aura, by our featured artist tonight, Catherine Capozzi. I love that surf feel, man. That's so cool. So apropos <laughs> for Mary Magdalene, I might yeah, say. Yeah, there you go. Uh, and wow, Christine Zufri, incredible vocals on in Kali. Yeah, that was that was actually intense. Oh, yeah. Well, when we do it live, it's pretty intense because uh, Christine's kind of scary when she sings it. So <laughs> It's kind of scary, huh? <laughs> yeah. I think we scared more than one person. Well, that's all right. You know, they'll never forget it. That's uh, right. That's the whole point. Okay. Well, look, we're going to wrap up our feature. It was so nice to have you here, Catherine. Thank you so much for hanging out with us tonight. Well, thank you very much for having me. It was great. Yeah. Really awesome. Okay, so what can uh, our listening audience expect from you in the near future? What's coming up? Okay, so many things. Well, first of all, more movies. One of the movies I scored, Half Cocked, is making its rounds right now. Mm-hmm. Another movie I did called The the um, Dial Tone of Doom, which I just won an award last week for the score, is also making the festival rounds. Nice. So those two things, I have a secret movie, which I'll tell you the title of, but it, I can't tell you the director because I it's they're, they're kind of well-known. But it's going to be The Introvert's Guide to High School. I, I did the music for that, and... Uh, I don't quite know. We're waiting to hear when that's going to be um, out on the festival circuit. What was the title again? The Introvert's Guide to High School. Oh, The Introvert's Guide to High School. Oh, my God. Yes. That, that sounds, so, just the title itself sounds great. Yeah. yeah and um, and what else? Uh, so Axe Monkey is actually working on Metal Monkey. We're doing like little short EPs that uh-huh. I think, to, you know, to kind of like I'm, it's supposed to be part of a, compilation which i'm calling future trash sure. and um so uh, metal monkey so it, it's kind of inspired by what metal girls are into so i decided to do uh, a slight our variation of a metal oh, thing. and when will that ep release hopefully by the end of this year ah, cool. and, well we'll have to have you back and we'll feature yeah. the ep what the heck yeah and then uh, and then of course fomenko we're also going to be doing any uh little ep that we will release and uh and i have another movie that i'm I'm, I'm working on um, project arranging music for Jade Sylvan's um, uh, thesis from the Harvard Divinity School. So oh, that's nice. kind of cool. Yeah. So anyway, there's a lot of different things I'm working on. Well, that's just like part for the course for Catherine Capozzi, right? <laughs> I guess just, so. You made that bed, girl. You have to yeah, sleep in it now. I know. I know. <laughs> Cur- currently, it's like all Ennio Morricone because I'm doing Western stuff right now. It's like after I get off with you, I'm going to dig back into doing this trailer, so. Well there, partner. I wish you nothing but luck. Well, thank you. Thank you so much for having me. I totally appreciate what you're doing, and thanks for supporting indie music. It's, ah, it's thanks. It's, uh, I love it. It's what I do. New music. It's what I live for. Awesome. All righty. Well, thank you so much. We got these last two tracks. Sinister Toy, which mm-hmm. sounds like a, something you may have written for Chucky movie series, <laughs> but uh, it's actually off of the Vortex a CD. And then mm-hmm. uh, uh, Hypno Coin. Yes. Like, well, w- what is that about? Uh, once again, Darling Pet Monkey, it's those little things advertised in the back of magazines. You get a little hypno coin. You can hypnotize somebody and get what you want from them. You so, better believe it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You better believe it. And Sinister Toy. 
Yeah, Sinister Toy, I kind of wrote, I kind of, this one is kind of like, reminds me of uh, Metropolis, that movie Metropolis. It's kind of oh, Art Deco. Yeah. yeah, cool. So it's kind of a little bit of like marching in step, but you're not really, you yeah. know? So. I like it already. I haven't yeah. even listened to it. Of course, okay, I have, well. but, you know, our <laughs> listening audience hasn't, but okay. I have, and I like it. Okay, so again, thank you so much for hanging out. This was a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, ladies you. and gentlemen, our feature tonight was Catherine Capozzi, who's made all this really wild and crazy noise called music, movie score, music, surf, music, project, special stuff, stuff. I don't know. How would you, you wouldn't, I couldn't even categorize you in, in, in a genre per se. I, I would tend to think surf music would be like the, your, the one genre you might gravitate to. Is that right? I, uh, you know what? I think I always say everything I do is filtered through the rock aesthetic. Ah, so, there we go. It's all it, rock and roll folks. It's pretty much. It's all rock and different filters put on it. You know, like when you get your Instagram photo, you take your photo, you get different filters. Well, <laughs> You start with your normal photo, and then you can put your filters on. That's me. This is Catherine Capozzi's Snapchat version of rock, ladies there and gentlemen. There you go. Alrighty, that's so cool. All right, folks, this is a Sinister Toy and Hypno Coin by our featured artist, Catherine Capozzi. I certainly hope you enjoyed our feature tonight as much as I did doing it right here on The Gerg Show. And you're listening to Indie Scene Radio. All indie, all the time.
snap my fingers you will wake up and remember nothing you're listening to indiescene radio.com all indie all the time